Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Self-Care Season podcast. Welcome to episode 40. That is so crazy to say. It's actually going to be my one-year anniversary in January. I forget what day. So, we're not there just yet, but it's definitely coming up soon since it's already the middle of November. Time goes by way too quick. But if you are new here, thank you so much for clicking on this episode, and I hope that you love it enough that you follow along and start listening every week because we have a lot of fun over here. So, you probably noticed that I took a little bit of a break last week. I just needed a mental health break from editing and podcasting and just all the things and I know sometimes it can be annoying when I don't have an episode out and you're kind of looking forward to it on Monday or maybe you're not. <laughs> I don't know but I just want to say that I do all the things on my own like I do all my own editing for literally everything like as far as my YouTube, my podcast, on top of my other work which I'm not complaining about whatsoever but sometimes it just gets to be a lot and bigger podcasts that you might listen to most likely have like a team or a management of people working together and I'm just kind of like a one-man show with everything and I do everything myself. So again, I'm not complaining but I just kind of like to say that and point that out in case you're wondering like why is this girl always taking a mental health break from editing or she didn't have a podcast episode this week and sometimes she can be a little bit inconsistent that's why but sometimes it just gets to be a lot you know and I just need that mental health break so I don't run into burnout because that has happened to me quite frequently it's not fun it's very hard to pull myself out of it when that does happen so instead of that happening I would rather just take a little break take some time to myself to recoup regather my thoughts so yeah sorry I missed you guys last week but I'm back let's get our candle going before I get carried away. I have my nice little pumpkin candle on my nightstand. I'm still trying to burn through this so I can get out my Christmas scents. I love a good like balsam fir scent. I love that smell like Christmas tree smell. It's my favorite but for now we still have the pumpkin spice going. So as you can see by the title, we're talking all about how to survive seasonal depression because winter is upon us. It's coming so fast and I can't believe we're almost already done with fall. So let's get into the quote of the day because I always like to associate my quotes of the day with the topic of the episode that I'm doing. So I saw this on Pinterest and it's called wintering. You may think yourself lazy or flawed, yet your body is made up of almost exactly the same elements as the stars. Your bone composition matches the coral and the seas, and you, my friend, are ruled by the moon and the sun, whether you like it or not. So no, you are not lazy. Nature is simply pulling you to slow, like the life, floral, and fauna around you. It is not your moment to rise. It is winter. You are wintering, and you are right on time. Like, doesn't that just make you feel so comforting? I think we all can be so hard on ourselves in the winter time and we think we're not doing enough, we don't feel our best, and I think this is just a great reminder to give ourselves that grace. It's all about how we perceive things as well, so you can sit here and look at winter as this terrible thing or you can look at it as a positive and you have so much extra time on your hands to take care of yourself, put in more work into your goals. It just feels like a very intimate time with yourself, your loved ones, family, friends, and I think that is very special. So I think if we can just change our mindset and perspective about the winter time, then that is our first step into 
really surviving seasonal depression. So I really just wanted to make this episode your go-to when you need that motivation to push through because not every single day you're going to feel motivated to get through your day. And I think we all can agree that it sucks when we have to change the clocks back and it starts getting dark at like 3.30. I keep seeing memes at like, it shows like a picture of 4.29 and it's like light outside and then it shows 4.30 and it's like pitch black. And I feel like that's just so true. It's like November to December isn't so bad because obviously we have the holidays and there's just so much going on and so that helps a lot, which at least it does for me. And it puts me in such a good mood. I love watching Christmas movies at nighttime and having hot chocolate, seeing Christmas lights. Like there's just so much going on, like I said, that it's kind of hard to be in tune with feeling bad that it's wintertime. But once the holidays are over, there's like this long stretch of just straight nothing. Like nothing is really happening, and especially in New England. It's awful because I feel like winter always hits the hardest. January, like starting in January, all the way until March and it gets so cold. There's nothing to distract you within those months. So I really hope this episode helps you get through these tough times and allows you to enjoy the winter. And just remember that when the seasons change, it's a time for us to change our habits and lifestyle to accommodate to the weather to make us feel the best that we can feel. Let's jump right into it. How to survive the winter this 2023 season. So first things first is to get yourself a sunrise clock, like a sunrise lamp. This has honestly changed my life. I first bought one, I want to say back in 2019, I want to say. And the reason I bought one was because my living situation at the time, I was living at my dad's apartment and I didn't have my own room. Well, I did, but it was like a loft, so it didn't have a door or anything and I didn't have any windows and it was fine at the time but I just had no natural sunlight in my room because like I said there was no windows it was a loft so it wasn't like a normal bedroom and I just remember waking up in the morning to go to work was the most gut-wrenching feeling and I just hated it because it was so dark in there I had no windows it was just awful all around so I invested in a sunrise clock and I think the brand was Philips. I remember getting it from Amazon, but I just remember how much that changed my life and changed my lifestyle. It was so much easier to get up in the morning because it just fills your room with so much light. And I know a lot of us have the hatch alarm clock, which is what I have now. I rave about it all the time. It's one of the best purchases I have ever made. And there's just so much that you can do with it. You can have like a bedtime setting and the sunrise will kind of go down. You can have birds chirping when you wake up in the morning. And it's so nice to wake up to and it's so calming and relaxing rather than like your phone alarm. The iPhone alarms are so obnoxious. I don't know what they were thinking when they implemented those in the iPhone, but they're just, they're not pleasant to wake up to. So I think having that bright natural light in your room. Well, I guess it's not natural, it's artificial, but just having some sort of light source in your room to help wake your body up is such a great way to start your day. And I promise you it will change your life for the better if you don't get a lot of sunlight in your room um, or if you have to wake up before the sun rises. Like it's just such a great thing that you can invest in. So I really recommend getting like a hatch alarm or you can look up different ones on Amazon. Just look up sunrise lamp 
on Amazon or on Google and you can find so many, but I personally love the hatch just because it has so many settings, like I said. Number two is to create a routine. Routines are crucial as is if you wanna feel and be more productive, but I feel like they're even more crucial in the winter time. And I have a whole episode on morning routines if you wanna go and listen to that if you need some inspiration. But this is what's going to give you structure in your day. And once you make your routine a habit, you're going to have something to look forward to every single day. For me personally, I thrive off a routine. I'm a very structure-oriented person. And I just know that my life completely changed for the better once I did create routines. I have my morning routine. I have my workout routine, my night routine. And like I said, routines are important as is. But once the winter comes, you really want to make sure that you have structure to your day rather than just having your alarm go off in the morning, hitting snooze, laying in bed, going on your phone. Like if you have structure to your day, there's going to be no room for sitting there and being like, what do I do with myself? So I highly recommend sitting down, grabbing a journal, writing out a routine that works for you and make one that accommodates to you and your schedule. Like I said, I have an episode on morning routines if you want to go and listen to that, but obviously you don't have to do everything exactly how I say, just to kind of give you that inspiration, get the ball rolling and give you some ideas for your routine. Number three is walks outside. And I know what you're thinking, Kate, it's freaking freezing outside. It doesn't, it's not walking weather, which I know. I'm the same way. I think the same way. But honestly, I was thinking to myself the other day, I'm like, who cares if it's cold? Like, I have a million puffer jackets. I have scarves. I have gloves. I have hats. Like, I have everything to keep me warm. Why wouldn't I just bundle up and go outside and go for my walk? Because I started doing this in the summertime and I was going for walks outside every single day and it made me feel so good. It made me feel on top of the world. Like, it's just such a great thing for your mental health. And it's like, why should we stop doing that just because it's wintertime and it's cold outside? Like, I know the cold isn't for everyone. I mean, if you live in New England and you're used to it, then it might not be as bad. But like I said, just bundle up, get yourself outside, go for like a 15-minute walk two times a day, and I swear you will be golden. And also make sure you're going on walks when it's like sunny outside and not pitch black because that's the whole point is getting as much sunlight as we can. I've been listening to the Huberman Lab podcast a lot recently, which you guys, I don't know if you're familiar with, but he has, his podcast is like huge right now. Um, and he always talks about getting sunlight and how it's so important for you, like first thing in the morning. And I've taken that advice and implemented that into my lifestyle. And I can promise you that it really does change your life for the better and it just makes you feel so much more happy and awake during the day and just gives you that energy boost that you need. So I started doing this the other day. I've been going for walks every day outside even if it's cold because it's getting pretty chilly here. Like the weather's been kind of weird. It's been kind of going back and forth. Like we've had some 30 degree days, like mid 30s and then today was like 55. Like the weather's just weird right now but I don't care if it's cold. I'm getting my puffer jacket on from Aritzia, my super puff. I have my beanie, my scarf, my gloves, and I'm honestly good to go. And I end up sweating anyways because I walk really fast. I put my headphones in, listen to some music or a podcast, whatever I'm feeling. Or if I just want to listen to the sounds of nature, then that's great too. But just get outside, get that sunlight, and you will be golden. Next little survival tip is to move your body. 
I like to do more slower workouts in the fall and winter time like Pilates, going on walks since the winter is a time to slow down and not be so go 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 at least that's how I look at it that's how I like to treat myself and treat my body rather than doing like these crazy vigorous workouts I don't know why but I just really lean into more Pilates walks and just slower workouts whoever feels bad after you work out and move your body and I know we all have those days where we just feel like we didn't have a good workout but it still feels great to move and know you're doing something great for your body as well as your mind. And I can even begin to tell you the confidence that working out has given me. It really does just make you feel super strong and empowered and it's a feeling that I can't explain. You just have to do it for yourself and feel the confidence that comes with it. So I try to work out like five to six times a week. Sometimes I really don't work out on the weekends but if I'm feeling it, maybe I'll do like a Pilates class. But like I said, I'm really trying to go on walks every single day. So that is like a rest day in itself, like an active rest. So I will go for walks on the weekend. Um, but if I'm feeling it, I'll do a little Pilates. I love Sammy Clark's form app. That is like my go-to right now for Pilates. I just love her style of workouts. So get your body moving, whatever you like. And that's the thing too, you have to like what you're doing. That took me a while to figure out my workout style, what I liked, what routine felt the best for me. So you really want to be doing movements and workouts that work best for you, your body, your schedule, and just really personalize your workout routine to you. Number five, and I feel like this is a big one for me, is having an ambiance at nighttime. So I like to light lots of candles and the fact that it gets so dark so early, like I just love to have all the dim lights on in my apartment rather than like the overhead lighting. There's just, I don't know, I just, I really, really dislike overhead lighting even in the summertime and it's dark outside. Like I just, I don't know, I don't like it. It gives me bad vibes and it just feels so harsh. Like it feels like you're in a hospital or something. Like it's just not calming it's not relaxing so i love to light all my candles have a little lamp on like it's such a vibe especially when you're cooking dinner i promise you it makes such a difference in your mood i don't know what it is about it but try it out at your place don't have the overhead lights on it kind of gets you in tune with the winter time if that makes sense like i don't know just the fact that it's dark outside it feels wrong to have these really harsh overhead lights on and it just kind of gets you in that mood to like wind down for the night, take things slow, be calm. Like, I don't know if I'm sounding crazy right now, but for me, it makes the biggest difference. And like I said, I just really don't like the overhead lights. They're not the vibe. So grab yourself some candles, put those lamps on, and it really does make all the difference in the world. Moving on to number six, and I feel like this one is super important. And that is plan little dinner dates with your friends slash making an effort to be social. I know a lot of us just like to hibernate basically in the wintertime and just never leave the house or go out, which I can be totally guilty of. But if we don't push ourselves and make an effort to be social, it can really, really take a toll on our mental well-being, especially when it's dark outside, like once it hits 4.30, 5 o'clock, you just kind of feel trapped inside. Like it's kind of that what do I do with myself feeling and I always feel this like the first few days when we turn the clocks back it's like I forget every single year 
I'm like, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> like, do I go to sleep? So I really think it's important to plan social outings. I say like one to two times a week. It's just a way to get yourself out, get yourself doing something, being social, filling your cup by being around other people. Even if you're an introvert like myself, I feel like in the wintertime, I crave being around people more just because I know it feels so lonely in the wintertime. It's like I'm craving that connection with other people. So I love to go on little dinner dates. And now that we're approaching Christmas time, like there's so many fun activities you can plan to do. You could go ice skating, have a Christmas movie night, go see Christmas lights. So I think it would be so fun to make a little bucket list and cross things off with your partner, your friends. You just really want to put in time and effort into seeing other people because it really does help you through the winter time. Next tip is to find a new hobby. Recently, I got into reading and I've been loving romance novels. That's been like my thing. I'm actually currently reading a self-help book right now. I kind of took a break from the romance novels, you know. I don't, I don't think I have any left. I just finished It Starts With Us by Colleen Hoover not too long ago and I don't think I have any more like romance type novels. I went to the bookstore a few months ago and I got a few self-help books so I'm like I might as well just read those before I go out and buy another book. So I'm currently reading, what is it? It's on my nightstand. It's called Love is Letting Go of Fear by Jampolsky. I don't know the first name, it just says Jampolsky on it um, and I'm loving it actually. It's such an easy read too which I'm all for. It's not that long. It's like a little over a hundred pages, but finding a hobby in the wintertime, I feel like is super, super important, whether it's reading, whether it's cooking, baking, making a craft, painting, coloring, like just find something to occupy your time when it's super dark outside, super cold, you're just kind of stuck inside because there's not really much to do. You really want to have something rewarding that you can turn to that's like not going on your phone and scrolling and just doing all of these random useless and mindless activities. You want something that's going to fulfill you and I was actually on Instagram, not Instagram, what am I saying? I was on Amazon the other day because I really want to get like a coloring book and markers and crayons because it just looks so therapeutic and I have this friend on Instagram and she always posts her coloring book and I'm like that looks so fun, so therapeutic. Like, just imagine having a whole thing of crayons or markers, whatever, having a coloring book and having, like, your Christmas tree on, having a little bit of music on, and sitting with a cozy blanket, drinking hot chocolate, and just coloring. Like, how therapeutic and nice and calming does that sound? I'm actually gonna do that when I finish recording because I really, really want to get one. Like, I've been super into reading, but I kind of want to get into something else just because not all the time do I feel like reading. Sometimes I just feel like doing like a little activity, you know? I used to love going to Michael's and getting, they had like pre-made crafts, not pre-made, I guess that's the wrong word. Like they just had crafts you could do. They have like a little crafting kit, I guess you could say. Um, like a little gingerbread house. I remember for Halloween, like I love doing the haunted houses. I just think they're so fun. They just make me feel like a kid again and it really helps heal my inner child. So I love that. So going on to number eight, I kind of touched on this previously, but limit your screen time. I think we all can agree that social media at times can be 
a very toxic place and once it starts getting colder and there's not much to do it's like muscle memory that you just go on your phone this reminds me a lot of being in an elevator with people like no one knows how to communicate anymore or even just simply say hi and like look at you like do you ever notice that when you're in the elevator with someone and everyone just goes on their phone i don't know why that just reminded me of that and i just think it's so sad because it's like we as humans crave social interaction we always use our phone as like a distraction when you don't want to have a conversation with someone because it's like do you really need to be checking your phone right now like we all know that you didn't just get a text message or something like we're all just mindlessly going on our phones and I'm guilty of that too but I've been trying not to do it like I've been really trying to go out of my way and just talk to people because you never know like what someone's going through like you can totally make someone's day by just smiling at them and saying hi like I know it makes me feel really good when I know that someone's not going on their phone and they're actually acknowledging my presence but I think limiting your screen time on apps like Instagram and TikTok is very important because you don't want to fall into the rabbit hole of comparing yourself unless you use these things to feel inspired that's like a different story but if it leaves you feeling taxed and just overall not good then you know okay it's time to get off time to log off turn off my phone and do something else so that's kind of how I like to look at it I know I'm spending too much time on social media when I just feel drained and it doesn't leave me feeling good. Number nine, and I talk a lot about this on the podcast, and that is to take care of your environment, such as making your bed every morning, keeping things tidy, getting rid of clutter, keeping up with cleaning. And I always like to reiterate this expression, but you are your environment. And I know when my place is messy, my place is cluttered, my whole body and mind just feels not myself and I feel so anxious and I just feel so much more on edge like my room is completely messy right now I have so many clothes to put away stuff to get rid of like there's just clutter and looking at it gives me so much anxiety and I know if I just take five minutes and clean up this mess I will feel so much lighter and I read this quote one time I don't remember where it was But it was basically like, if it takes less than a minute, then just do it. And I love that. And I've been really trying to live by that and think about that when I'm doing things around the apartment. Like if I'm throwing a dish in the sink, I'm like, why wouldn't I just put it in the dishwasher? Because it takes less than a minute. It's less work for me to do in the future. And it really helps keep things tidy without having to do so much work in like one day you know what i mean like if you just keep up with it and keep up with your space you won't have to have days where you just clean all day because i know how much that sucks and i know how it's so hard to be motivated to do that like i said if i'm putting something in the sink i might as well just put it in the dishwasher because it takes me so quick to do that and it's less work for me to do because that's something i hate doing i hate washing dishes so it's like why do i make more work for myself you know but especially since the winter is a time where we spend more time indoors and in our apartments in our homes in our bedrooms this is why we want to keep our space clean but how nice is it to come home to a clean house clean apartment clean bedroom so keep up with your space as much as you can and it will make you feel so much better. Number 10 and the last little tip that I have for you to survive this winter is to take care of yourself from within. 
i.e. getting adequate sleep, feeding yourself good foods, nutritious foods, hydrating yourself. I talk a lot about self-care on this podcast, obviously, since it's called self-care season, and little things that you can do, like externally, such as ice rolling, face masks, like kind of talking about material items, I guess, in a way. But we also need to remember how we treat ourselves internally is going to have an extreme effect on us externally. So if you're someone who doesn't get enough sleep, your sleep schedule is completely out of whack. You can't expect yourself to perform to the best of your ability throughout your day. Like there's no way you're going to feel motivated and productive and just feel overall good. I usually like to go to bed and wake up around the same time every single night and that makes me feel great and I feel well rested every single night. I'm actually going to tell you guys about this girl that I recently followed on TikTok and became obsessed with. She posts a lot of what I eat in a days which I know can be kind of controversial but I love how she like she's such she's so realistic with her meals and I love that. So her name is Bailey Nicole. It's B-A-Y-L-E-E Nicole on TikTok and she, oh my gosh, I cannot stop watching her videos. All the food that she makes looks so good and she really inspired me to be eating a lot more whole foods because I know I feel so much better when I eat more whole foods and I cook for myself rather than eating these processed meals and processed snacks. I literally went to Trader Joe's after watching her videos and grabbed a whole bunch of ingredients to make some of her recipes and I just feel overall so great when I eat, like I said, whole foods and I'm nourishing my body. I know I'm treating you well. And this isn't to say that you can't treat yourself and especially with the holidays coming up, a lot of it is about the food and you want to enjoy yourself. You don't want to look back on your life and look at how many times that you missed out on great food because you were so worried about something so silly. It's a time to enjoy yourself, enjoy great people, great food, and how lucky are we to experience some of those things because not everybody can do that. So it's a privilege to be able to experience and enjoy these foods. Everything in moderation, balance is key. The wintertime is such a fun time to get into cooking. In the summertime, it's like, ugh, it's so hot outside. Who wants to be cooking? And turning on their stove but in the winter it's so cozy and I feel like it's such a great time to get into cooking and finding recipes online recreating them and realizing how good food can be if you like follow a recipe it's honestly so amazing every single time I like go on Pinterest find a good recipe that looks yummy and then I make it and then it tastes good it's like such a rewarding feeling kind of got off topic a little bit but you know what I mean taking care of yourself from within, getting good sleep, treating your body well, hydrating yourself, that's a major one. Make sure you're drinking enough water. I know I'm super bad at it sometimes, but here's your little reminder. If you hadn't had water today, go fill up your water bottle and drink some water. Like I said in the beginning, I hope you guys can come back to this episode whenever you feel not motivated or you just feel like you're in a slump this winter time. I want this to be your safe space. And I know I'm going to be doing every single thing on this list to help get me through this dark and just cold, not fun time. So I really hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. And if you have any requests, definitely let me know on the podcast Instagram. It's just at self-care season. I love you guys so much and I will talk to you next week.